Welcome to another episode in the Balance Podcast. My name is Tyler Valencia, and I'm the president of Kips and Time to Train Fitness, as well as your Balance Ambassador. Today, I'm going to be talking about conferencing. So, if you are in the health, wellness, fitness industry, conferencing, attending conferences, that is, can be something useful. But if you've never been to one, and I'm actually always surprised when I speak with health and fitness pros that are my friends, and I'm saying, oh, I'm going to be speaking at a conference, and I come to realize that they've never been to one and they don't know much about them, I think it's such a Interesting thing because uh, first, I was in that boat probably the first five years of my fitness industry. And uh, some of that, uh, let me take that back. A lot of that is is my fault. I was given the opportunity in my undergrad to attend for free and help out and learn about it. And I just never went to them. But getting into uh, consulting and actually helping with the a fitness conference company, you learn a lot and getting on the speaking circuit-ish kind of, speaking at a few of them per year, you learn about them and you see the benefit of them. So that's kind of what we're going to be talking about in this episode, the benefits, but also the negatives, if there are any, and there's a few that I'm going to actually go over. But before we get to that, I'm going to talk about Naboso. So in the link in the description, you're going to find a, a link to Naboso. And if you are a fan of this podcast already, maybe listen to the last few episodes, you know that I talk about what they offer for foot care and for neuro training. And in my opinion, they're some of the best products. First of all, I use them in my shoes that I, I wear almost every single day. They're at the bottom. They kind of have these little peaks in them that keep your feet uh, thinking about each step and not letting it go essentially numb with it. I also have a standing mat. I have uh, also the balance board and also the toast place. I just thought of another one right there. <laughs> but I really enjoy these for foot care and really once you integrate them into your daily practice, you start to see the benefits and you think, wow, why wasn't I doing this before? And why weren't people, why why aren't a lot of people taking care of their feet like this? And so check them out at the link in the description so that they know they came from me. But other than that, I think it can really help out anybody that is looking for just a, an, an extra item in their health and just to see the benefit of foot care. Getting back to now the, the episode here. And with this episode, talking about the benefits and the negatives of attending a conference, I'm going to dig a little deep into some of the things that might be sensitive for uh, presenters. If they, if there's any presenters listening to this podcast, they might potentially be offended by it, but by no means am I trying to offend anybody from it. And with talking from experience with it, I think that I've had that opportunity being on both ends of it in terms of being a speaker, a presenter, but also consulting for a fitness conference company. You get to see some of the things that are not favorable and they put a uh, negative light on some presenters in that aspect. So I'm not going to talk any names, anything like that. It's just going to talk about it for hopefully somebody that is listening to this and thinking, okay, maybe I do want to attend a conference and they think that they can get some benefit from it. So let's first talk about the benefits. What are the benefits of attending a conference? And this could be somebody health, wellness, fitness, anywhere in that space. The first big one, and I think this is the number one reason, is continue education. A lot of these 
conference is, especially if you're in the fitness realm, they typically have approvals from all the major education brands. So if you need continue education, you can pay the one-time fee to attend the conference, and maybe it's one day, two days as you're attending, but you can get all your continuing education for that round for your certifications. And I think right there, that's the in itself a great reason to attend other than maybe just going to one certification that you can learn from different topics. And that kind of spreads into uh, the second piece of this. We're talking about the wide variety of topics is that at a fitness conference, I will say the ones that I've spoken at, typically there are all types of presenters, all types of topics, all types of hands-on or lecture type topics or seminars, workshops that you can really dive into things that maybe you're uncertain about. And even give me a little shout out to the, the promotion that this one, the fitness conferences that I typically speak at, the owner of Naboso, she's typically at them and she's got all her products there and she's using them in the workshop so you can get that type of experience too. And that's really a great reason in itself to attend is just to see the wide variety of topics and round out your knowledge in whatever field that you're in within the health, fitness, wellness spectrum. The next benefit that I think is something you might not think about and might take some practice is the networking. I say that networking at these is one of the biggest things that every health, wellness, fitness pro should be doing, talking with other fit pros in their market, health, fitness pros in their market, because most likely they're looking to build their business too. They're looking to expand, create content, talk to what other people are doing, what's working for them. So hopefully they can get that edge. They can figure out those small details to help them with building their business. And so a little fit tip or pro tip here is Bring your business card. Have that ready. If you don't have a business card already, make sure you get them. There's a lot of online services. One of the ones that I've done in the past, I didn't even uh, have to go in anywhere. I just uploaded all the information into a template they had and boom, they sent it to my doorstep. So bring your business cards and have them ready to hand out and have them out in abundance. Don't feel bad about doing it. It's, it's in my opinion, actually the professional thing to do. And I know that I've actually forgotten them many times and I felt bad because I didn't have it. Moving on here to, are there any negatives? And again, I just got to put that, um, that cat, the caveat there, the, uh, the little spiel about, I'm not trying to offend anybody with these ones. It's more just talking about it from experience and things that I've heard from <laughs> fitness directors, other fit pros. And I think that it's potentially somewhere that they can improve in these areas. But the first one that I think is a negative is that a lot of the presenters speak at the same conferences. And if they're on the circuit, they're most likely at all the same ones. So you might be looking at the at the conferences and you're like, wait a minute, which which ones do I go to? Which one is better than the other? Which one's the best? What's, and you're looking at them and you start to look at the presenters and they're all the same. So if you're thinking that potentially one's more expensive or one's a better price, maybe the better price one you're going to get the same experience because it's the same presenters. And along those same lines is that you might be getting the same lectures or lectures that aren't even updated. And I've seen that firsthand with some lectures is that they're not even updated. They're not, uh, they're the same thing from the previous year. And the thing that I always try to do with each of my lectures is update the, 
especially with one of the ones I, I do at most conferences talking about core training is that I refresh the research and I refresh the exercises in them just for that one time that potentially somebody that might already took, took my lecture, they're at it again. I don't want them hearing the same information. I want them to get a new perspective on it and a new insight into different exercises. So that's something that some presenters get a little bit comfortable. They believe that they're going to get into every single one, so they don't update it. And the next one, and this is a big one, and this is the big issue that I, I think faces fitness conferences or conferences in general, is that it's a pay-to-play model. And this is something that's come in over the last 10 years, I'd say, but it's part, it's business. You, you think about it from a, a business perspective, they have to make money. They have to make money on these conferences and an, an, another way other than people paying the fees to come, sponsorship fees, is to have the presenters pay. And some of them pay to get into these conferences. And the sad end of that is that sometimes we get sessions that aren't professionally done or aren't based in research. And uh, it's sad to say that I've heard about presenters that are using foul language in presenters or lectures aren't up to par. More they're talking from their experience and more talking about themselves than actually talking about the topic that people are coming to. And you get that when they can pay to get into them. And it's an unfortunate side of the business of it. And I can't say that this is hap happens all the time, but I'm just saying that these are things that can happen. So I put that one in there because it's one of those things where if you're signing up for a lecture, of course you want to know the education's great, it's professional, and it's something that you're going to benefit from. But every now and then you come across these things and it might hamper, it might dampen the experience you're having. But know that there's other great presenters at these conferences, a lot of them that I know, and a lot of them that really put hard work into making sure that the experience of the individual, the professional that's coming and attending, is always going to walk away positive. A couple now recommendation and tips that I have for you. Just three of them here before we wrap this up. The first thing is try it out. Try it out locally. Find a conference that's close-ish. Maybe if you live in a big metropolitan, there's probably one in your city. Or if there's one kind of close by, hopefully not out of your state unless you enjoy traveling. But try it out. Just see. Attend one. See if you like it. And I think that that's the best way to say because if not, you find probably find yourself scrambling to find CEUs online and you're like, oh man, uh, you're just trying to just get it done. But if you plan ahead and you might, you might get more out of it. So try it out. The next one here is try sessions outside of your wheelhouse. A few years back, I can't put an exact number on how many years back it was, but I remember I was so impressed with this individual that attended one of my sessions. And he says that, that he takes all the ones that you probably wouldn't guess that he, that he would take. So he was taking dance ones, things that um, maybe males aren't taking because they think that they're not within their wheelhouse or they might look weird doing them. But he takes those because he wants to learn about things outside of his wheelhouse so he can broaden his knowledge base. So my tip to you is try sessions outside of your wheelhouse. Yes, you can still take ones that are that you enjoy, that you know that you want to learn more about a topic. But... Uh, Take some that will help you build your business too. The one thing that I know from speaking at conferences, helping consult for a fitness conference company is that people often don't take the business ones 
And those ones are the typically the most important ones, in my opinion. Yes, exercise science, very important. But latest core training, yes, important. But business building is so important. And yet I often see individuals that have no skills in these areas because they just don't put value in them. But they're ones that help you stay within the industry. Now, last one here. And I'm going to, I put this one in here because I think this is one of the more undervalued one or the underutilized one is network with the presenters, network with them, talk with them after your session, come up, speak with them, give them your business card, talk with them about what you're doing. I know from experience and maybe it's just my personality, but I love when people do that after I finish a session, they come up, they talk to me, they talk about what they're doing any ideas that they built off of it that they want to implement right away. And you never know what is going to happen from it. And you'd be surprised that often they follow you back on social media and you have that connection that can always come in handy. So network with the presenters. That has been it for this episode on conferencing. Hopefully it helps that one person out there that's thinking, okay, I've always thought about it. I've never really been. Maybe it's time. And before you uh, head off there, please make sure that you do all the podcasting things like this episode, share with maybe a friend that might be in that same wheelhouse as you in terms of hasn't been to a conference and maybe they might benefit from them. But as always, thank you for listening to the Balance Podcast. My name is Tyler and I will see you or you'll hear me in the next one.